Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. Oh, nice shot there, Tammy. Oh, hello. I was just enjoying the last bit of summer fun before it's gone, but I guess I better get back to work. Go ahead, boys, bring that backdrop in. And another Long Island, por favor. You think there's any chance they'd sign on to be Autoline Daily cheerleaders? You're right, I'd better ask them after the show. Anyway, it's Thursday, the 15th of September, 2011. I'm Peter DiLorenzo, the volleyball extremist, bringing you the latest and greatest news from the world of cars. Let's get this show on the road. First off, if you're suffering from Lederhosen overload, we have no news from Frankfurt today, thank goodness, except for this. Auto show extravagance is nothing new, but Audi has taken the art of display making to a whole new level. The Bavarian-based OEM built an entire pavilion in Frankfurt. To flaunt the sheer size of the thing, Audi posted a nifty time-lapse video on YouTube, which shows the structure being built. 52 days worth of construction is compressed into just two minutes. Hit the link in today's show notes at autoline.tv to watch the rest of this impressive video. Last year, Daimler and the Renault-Nissan Alliance partnered up to jointly develop and share technology for small cars, engines, and light commercial vehicles, all in an effort to reduce costs. Wards reports the CEOs of the two companies say the link-up is going better than expected and everything is on schedule. Architectures and engines will be used in the next-generation smart car and Renault Twingo, which are due out in 2014. A new compact Mercedes will come out after those two vehicles, while a new Infiniti based on Daimler technology is being planned as well. While some out there may be disappointed with the design of the new Camry, buyers will like the fact that Toyota has reduced its price. According to Bloomberg, the window sticker dropped by an average of $550 for the eight versions of the 2012 model. The company says they were able to do this by reusing old equipment and robots that came from the Numi plant in California, which closed last year. Even though the Camry remains the best-selling car in the U.S., its sales are down 7% through August. And speaking of best-selling models, the China Association of Automobile Manufacturers released its list of the most popular models in China for August. Topping the list for sedans is the Buick Excel, which fell just short of 24,000 units. Rounding out the top five are the Volkswagen Passat, Toyota Corolla, Chevy Cruze, and the Hyundai Elantra. The top-selling SUV in China last month was the Honda CRV, with just under 17,000 units sold. It was followed by the Volkswagen Tiguan, Cherry Tigo, Toyota Highlander, and the Great Wall Haval H. The fans have spoken. Nearly 125,000 Chevrolet enthusiasts have voted with their mouse pointers, naming the 1969 Camaro as the best Chevy of all time. As part of its centennial celebration, the brand posted a survey on its website pitting various historically significant bowtie cars and trucks against one another. What do you think about this? Is the 69 Camaro deserving of first place or should the 1987 Beretta have taken home gold? I'll tell you what I think. The 1963 Corvette Stingray is the greatest Chevy of all time, hands down. The Blue Oval's been consolidating vehicle architectures over the last few years as part of its one Ford strategy. But the company has been silent on one segment of the market, 
commercial vans. Right now, it's got two different full-size offerings, the Transit and the E-Series, the latter of which is exclusive to North America. According to Wards, the company has finally confirmed it's merging these vehicle lines. No timeline for this has been given, but it looks like the U.S. will at last get the Euro-flavored Transit. Coming up next, what I think is going to be one of the hottest products on the road for the coming year. Drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Over the course of my travels in this business, through all the auto shows, the press events, the gin joints, the plane trips, the rental cars, the blank stares at ticket counters, you know, the usual, there is one irrefutable fact that my colleague Johnny McElroy and I have discovered to be a high-octane truth, and that is that no matter how slick and cool a new vehicle may look under the orchestrated lights of an auto show, you really have no idea how it will really look until you see it on the road. Well, I'm going to give you Webvillians out there a real big heads up and tell you that the new Range Rover Evoque is going to be one of the hits of the coming year. The Evoque looks like a concept vehicle that has escaped from the auto show circuit early, but frankly, that doesn't do it justice because there will be nothing else like it on the road. Yeah, it's a crossover if that helps you get your arms around it, but it's so elegantly rendered that its presence on the road is sure to knock the socks off of consumers all over the country. If a large chunk of the automobile business is fashion, and don't kid yourself because it most certainly is, then the normally sleepy Land Rover dealers out there better be prepared for the onslaught of new customers who will be breaking down their doors to get at the new Evoque, because it's that good. The Evoque is an unexpected piece of eye candy that is perfectly proportioned and perfectly positioned to transform Range Rover's visibility in this market. I predict that the Evoque will immediately make everyone instantly forget whatever else Land Rover is selling. When you see your first Evoque on the road, you'll know what I mean. And that's the High Octane Truth for this Thursday on a beautiful September 15th. Before I let you all go, make sure to catch AutoLine After Hours tonight. The live webcast starts at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on our website, autoline.tv. We'll get to some of the latest news from the Frankfurt Motor Show that we haven't already beaten to death, and a lot more, so don't miss it. Of course, if you do forget about AAH, you can always download it as a podcast from iTunes or elsewhere, so you're not totally screwed. Anyway, I'm Peter DiLorenzo, the auto and volleyball extremist, signing off for now. I'll catch you tonight. For now, let's get back to the game. <laughs>